Hi everyone, welcome to the Kingdom Outpost Podcast. This is Kingdom Outpost 611. <laughs> 611. It's almost 611. Yes, it is. <laughs> wow. Uh, I thought there was going to be some no. big epiphanic realization here. 611. <laughs> That's coming up. <laughs> yes, it is. That's our anniversary. So yes. you better be ready. That's why we named our. And on our anniversary, we will not be going out. No. Because that's like the craziest week. Yeah, it usually is. Our world. anniversary is usually like hi, bye. Yeah, high people five. are always like, why don't you go to the convention of the SBC? And I'm like, <laughs> one, I don't care. And two, <laughs> I do care. You care. I care. I think it's a gaudy amount of money to get there. Uh, so they'd make you really have to care. Yeah, uh, that's it. That's that's it. the that's the only money we give to the SBC cooperative program <laughs> is through. You're just guns blazing. Is, <laughs> is that's a lot. Tell like, us more. Like it's in Anaheim. <laughs> Who can afford to travel to California to to cast a vote? Yeah. Well, can't we, we just do it on I think Zoom? We should talk to the. President, especially that. because California isn't exactly our base, it's yeah. not exactly the state we want to be. I supporting. know it's well, anyway. let's, let's share more opinions. All right, so <laughs> the other day I was thinking, <laughs> anyway, that's not what we want to talk no, about. No, we don't. This is we a total can, aside, there are plenty of people so there's talking a lot of, about the yeah, SBC. Yeah, you can go, right on, you go on Twitter and see a whole lot of stuff about the SBC, <laughs> and I just go, mm-hmm, I already told you. No, he I says, am. he says, quit reading. That's not us. Let's go plan our curriculum. Yeah, <laughs> like get off of there. We've got to work on curriculum. None so of this is us. So yeah, we, we that's people are always like, you know, why don't you do this or that? And it's like because we've got uh, so much going on. Oh, a baby invasion! Oh wow! Someone's jumping on the bed, and here comes another baby. What are you doing? Okay, we've been invaded. Six one one has fallen. <laughs> Six one one has fallen. <laughs> All right, we pushed the enemy back. <laughs> we have thwarted was, their attempts at takeover. That was wild. That was a that was like a surprise <laughs> attack. Like it was like so. Gideon knocks on the door, and I at first I just thought it was him, uh-huh. and then I see Peter, and then. Shooting from Gideon's feet comes Jack. And he is just on the bed. And then Peter's on the Peter's. side of the bed saying, need you, need you. <laughs> so I got Peter and I said, I said, I'm going to get in bed. He said, aww. <laughs> Which is really funny. Remember when Jack used to do that all the time? Yep. He, did you hear Gideon said, Mm-mm. he's going to be worse than Jack? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's mean. Oh, sorry. Hold on. I have to open this. Oh, a LaCroix. Oh, do you want to know the name of this LaCroix? Yeah. Guava Sao Paulo. What is that If you mean? want your water to taste like it's straight from the slums of Brazil, <laughs> try LaCroix. <laughs> oh, we have to tell them what Shepard said. Yeah. This will be our third this podcast is, to talk about LaCroix. This is like the best, like the best... I think summation it, of LaCroix. I think it went so well with my... Remember how I said it's like you're chasing a lemon pie? The limoncello? No. That's how I felt. I feel like you're... Like you're chasing a lemon you're pie? You're trying to catch that lemon pie. And, and it, you ended up drinking a bottle of perfume instead. <laughs> no, it's That's there. What, it's there. No, you just can't. it is not there. So anyway, Shepard said, I'm going to keep drinking those. If you keep drinking those, will they taste good to you? And he's like, well, that's what happened for me. And he said, okay, give me a drink. And he took a drink and he went, ah, ah. And he said, it's just, it's so yucky, but with a pinch of yumminess. <laughs> LaCroix, so yucky, but with a pinch of yumminess. That'll sell. Yeah, I thought That'll so sell because right now it doesn't say that and it just tastes like LaCroix. It says innocent. Which have you noticed that could be LaCrap. 
Zero calories, zero sweetener, zero sodium equals Zero taste. <laughs> Actually, no, it's got taste. It'd be better if it didn't have taste. It's not bad. Like, I had one today that was beach plum. This one does taste Which like tastes like you've taken a peach and rolled it in the dirt. <laughs> right. And it, uh, on the, in the sand. Yeah. And it, it was really good. Yeah. It was, I drank it really fast. This tastes like a, a Bath and Body Works body spray. Diluted what? with carbonated water. I could see that. <laughs> That's an apt description. Thank you. It's what it tastes like. Have we thought about going into marketing? <laughs> we should. Our family. Could you see someone reading the description? Mm, it's Ooh. like it's like body spray, but she's <laughs> heavily it, diluted with carbonated body spray, carbonated water. Yeah. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> anyway, we've got a super busy week coming up, and that includes oh, yeah. six eleven, which I know is coming. We've got craziness. We've got birthdays coming up, and then another birthday coming up. And then we've got school starting on the thirteenth. Our so, summer break, our quote unquote. Well, our summer, summer break, break is was shorter this year. Is over. Yeah, it was shorter this year because we're supposed to start our summer break in March, and we didn't start it until April. But I mean, we got two full months off, right? April through May. We didn't get all of June. April off. We got half of April off. Yeah, but that's two months. April, mid-April. And we will have two months to off. To mid-May yeah. to mid-June is two months. Yeah. 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 It was pretty, it was like, if you think back, it feels like it's been fast, but if I think back that it was Easter, that feels like a long but time it, ago. And it, but it was a late Easter. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, event-wise, that feels like a long time ago. Yeah. So, I feel... I feel Easter like we got a good break in. so close to me. <laughs> and I actually, I've had friends talk about this who go to school, like their kids go to school, that by the time summer's over, they're really ready to get back into their routine. Groove. Yeah. And I oh, have yeah. felt that for the first time. Yeah. It's really weird because since everyone's not in the routine, mm-hmm. it it is more difficult for my routine to work. It, at nothing works. So... I still get up and yeah. I still do my thing, but it's less productive right. because everyone else doesn't have their routine. Yes. So it doesn't allow me to do my routine and as well. We tried to do like their other school, like the mm. math and stuff. And I think it just didn't work very well. So yeah. I'm ready because to... Because I was the only one still doing my routine. <laughs> I was the only one who couldn't go yeah. on vacation. Right. So we're ready. We're going to jump in with all the feet. On June thirteenth, mm-hmm. and do everything. We're gonna yeah. be so awesome. It's be so fun on June thirteenth. June Juneteenth. Yeah, as it will call it. I don't think that's taken. I don't think you can. Can you do that? Do that. I don't think so either. All right. So, what did you want to talk about today? Well, I am so excited mm-hmm. about something that. <gasps> do I know about it? Yes. Oh, okay. Sort of. All right. But okay. So everyone that listens to this podcast. Knows that be everyone, everyone. <laughs> I know of at least a handful. Okay, oh, okay, including my mother, um, who Is listens it just to that this. Your mother listens to it a handful of times, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> and she tells she downloads me the it parts on all her devices. She likes and everything. Yeah. So last week we were at my parents' house. We took a little staycation mm-hmm. in the country. So. I have to tell you, like, before we went out there, I was mentally bottoming out as far as how to do my job here. I will agree <laughs> with that assessment. <laughs> of course, we had been to Branson. We And like what we were just talking about, our routine is all... And we told him about Branson. Yeah, Man, yeah. That was so good. Our routine is all crazy right now. Um, but I, I was just like, I couldn't even remember how to make simple breakfast. I was like, I don't know what to make for everyone. Mm. I don't know what to make for Bible study. I just was out of ideas. And it was like, I was so far behind in my planning that I couldn't even start to catch up. So we're Mm. even like menial tasks that were right in front of me. I would just like stare at it. Like, how am I going to get this kitchen cleaned up? Anyhow, all that to say, I thought, it was like, I thought you were having like pregnancy mom brain. Well, it could have been that too. Like it could have been. Mm-hmm. So I was just mentally you were really struggling. Spacey. I was really struggling, yeah. and 
I've learned to control my emotions around things like that. Like those are the things that used to send me to the bathroom crying. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I just now go. Now it just sends you yelling at Now me. I just come to the bedroom and yeah, cry. I don't go all the way yeah. to the bathroom. <laughs> no, I, I mean, really, like I used to just feel so overwhelmed and I didn't know what to do with it. But, um, so I haven't like, I didn't emotionally get frustrated. I knew mm-hmm. to just stay cool about it. But I also didn't know what to do. So we go out to mom and dad's and I had no idea how much the the Lord was just going to use that time mm-hmm. to to bless this. But I had my notebook and I had free time. Like, of course, I, I was still cooking out there. I took a bunch of food out there for everyone. But just stepping outside of our house for a minute... I had the chance to really tackle, like, what what are my biggest hurdles? I even wrote it on a piece of paper. Housekeeping hurdles. And I just wrote down, like, The five. word Chris over and over. <laughs> Chris, Chris. 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 It's like, so when I saw it, she was telling me about this. And when I finally saw the notebook and it just said, Chris, 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 it was like, seeing the shining like my wife was <laughs> like all work and no play like i figured out what's wrong with the home grass 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 can you imagine imagine if you had to you you were like because you are you know you're emotional and you, you always <laughs> men always wonder if women are going crazy when they're pregnant and <laughs> I figured it out. Like Like the day you didn't go to the abortion mill because he was like, I wanted to make sure the kids were alive when you came home. (laughs) I just woke up crying. You woke up weeping (laughs) and holding my face. And then I was like, I feel like I can't go. Yeah, I (laughs) I feel like it would be, be bad to just. Scat. I woke up moment. two hours later and he was still here. I was like, I thought you left. <laughs> Why didn't you go? I was like, oh, I don't know. I just, mm, I just thought this would be a good week to sleep. It was, up. it was a weird morning. Yeah, I didn't get man. good sleep that night, and I woke up just out of my head. Yeah. Anyhow, um, so housekeeping hurdles, and I really just thought, like, what are, what is my problem? What, what's going on? And. I pinpointed a few things that really bother me. And I realized when the kitchen is messy, I can't focus on what to make. Like, it's there's too much clutter and the the job feels so big. It's like, it's going to take me 40 minutes to even get to Mm -hmm. the food. So... I just realized that was that was an area I needed to move to the top of the priority list. And here's, like, long story short, I could go on and on about this. The thing that I realized is I was still trying to function as if we were five years ago mm-hmm. with less kids, kids who didn't eat as much. And I, what I was trying to do was do one load of dishes in the dishwasher per day. Mm-hmm. I think to conserve water for some reason. Like I never even thought this through. It's just something I kept doing. And I I liked to run a load of dishes at night before bed and unload in the morning. That was always my goal. Well, there were still dishes everywhere. And so there would still be a sink full of dishes. And then there'd be a lineup of hand wash dishes off to the side that I couldn't get to until I got the other dishes run through the dishwasher. So I had this huge epiphany while we were at mom's that while we were there, I would cook and I would do the dishes. And when the dishwasher got full, I would run it Mm -hmm. and then I'd unload it Mm -hmm. and then I'd load it again. So I just realized we are a two dishwasher a day family. Yeah. Yeah. And which isn't shocking. No, of course. Yeah. yeah. Like there's not, they can't hold that many dishes. How did we not? I I feel you know, really stupid. Like the the I more didn't, I didn't say it. The, the more I think about it, I'm like, why did it take me this long to do this? But so since that time, 
I have become a dishwashing maniac and our kitchen has stayed clean, which then lends itself to the rest of the house is way easier to keep clean. Yeah. So it, I just moved it to the top of the list and it has totally changed my life. <laughs> really setting the bar low. And we have totally good food. changing life. I've had yeah. good food all week. Anyhow, all, I was excited to talk about this because I just thought... She was excited to talk about it. <laughs> I thought... I can <laughs> testify to that because she's excitedly talked about it. I'm like... Since before we even came back. Yeah. You know, and just got this new light and then yeah. doing it and then... It's you working. talked about it tonight. You it's, talked about it tonight. It's working. Like, the kitchen has been clean all week. Yeah. And then it makes me want to get in there and, and it helps cook. for like it, the reason you talk about it tonight is it helped for tonight. You're like, mm-hmm. we don't have as much to do because we're already on top of it. Yeah, and the dishes like, are done. Smile. Oh, and the 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 kitchen was clean this morning mm-hmm. for Sunday morning, which was so nice. So the, keys the thing I wanted to to bring up for any homemakers out there is sometimes you need to take a minute and just rethink your situation. And, like, here's the thing. So, how do you do that? I mean, how do you do that? Like, if you can't, if you don't have a chance, let's say you've got someone mm -hmm. who is. Who can't just go. And can't just go. Stay in the country for two days. Yeah. How can someone, because this is something that obviously you have to be able to do without leaving the home. It's not a necessity to leave the home or to go on vacation to reset or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, how do you do that? How can you, Mm -hmm. you know, make sure that you do that, you know, not just. When you go on a retreat yeah. or whatever, what yeah. can you do? Well, I think prayer is key. Ask the Lord to mm-hmm. help you. Because I can't tell you how many times I feel like God has given me the idea I needed for the next level of our mm-hmm. of our home. Um, whether it was switching around the mudroom, like all these things that have really made it where the house serves us mm-hmm. better. Um, I give him all credit for all of those ideas. So I think pray about it. And I think talk to your husband. Like, explain. I'm having a little trouble. And I, I need a minute to think. Could we could we order food tonight? Or could we go to the park? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, there are ways you could just take a minute. Yeah, and, and it's important. I think it's important for husbands to realize that... That taking a minute mm-hmm. is itself work. Mm-hmm. You're not checking out. Right. You're trying to check up. Mm-hmm. And that's that's an important distinction. If the husband's like, well, I've been working hard all day too. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's not exactly what's going on here. Yeah. It might be what's going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's, I mean, there might be times where mm-hmm. you're like, I just want to go to the park because this is too much. And I just don't, you yeah. know, but if you're really like. I just need I need a chance to to go and wrap mm-hmm. my head around what needs to yeah. to take place. Even if I just need to go and pray mm-hmm. about what needs to take place. Mm-hmm. That is that is being a proper thirty-one woman. That is mm-hmm. that is trying to manage the home yeah. and to get a grasp on the best way to manage. The yeah, home. and I think I think most husbands would be happy to to help with that. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So because because it's going to be. Nothing but beneficial to you. It's going to make the home run mm-hmm. more efficiently. It's going to make your wife less crazy. Yeah, which is <laughs> exactly. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I've just been just so joyful about it, and I, I also was thinking tonight about even housework in general and how much more fun it is for me than it used to be. And I really just think we were made to glorify God and. When we're not... Well, I can agree to that. <laughs> I think... when I What? <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, everyone. <laughs> I have figured out the purpose of life. I just have recognized that I would... I feel like our chief end. <laughs> right. You know? Exactly. I'm like, I'm not going to tell her. Yeah. I'm not going to tell her. Should you tell her? When I think back to the times when I had no joy in my work mm-hmm. at home... It felt hard. It felt mm-hmm. menial. It it felt almost purposeless. Yeah, the kids would just make messes, and I didn't know. And this is what. And this is this is so important for men to understand as they're trying to 
be significant and for women to understand is there, you know, you see common women struggles of, mm-hmm. you know, just, I just need to talk to an adult, you know, yes. or, or getting whatever in yes. life. There, there is a glory in the plotting, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We're, the plotting, the st- everyday step by step faithfulness mm-hmm. is a glorious thing. That is how you glory. So wanting these big sort of moments or like it oh, is yeah. the everyday in and out when they rise, when they sleep, like yeah. daily work of that mm-hmm. that is the the glorious part that mm-hmm. is bringing him glory mm-hmm. you plotting every day doing the same old thing but doing it recognizing it for what it is that's why mm-hmm. it's not that's why the plotting is not you know like i want to pull my hair out mm-hmm. but is recognizing how the lord uses those simple the simple faithfulnesses mm-hmm. that that's we always want to shoot for these grand things mm-hmm. and really yeah. where the Lord has planted us is the, the little things and doing mm-hmm. those faithfully. So when people are like, I just got to get out of the house or I got to do this or I've just got to, mm-hmm. you know, hu- husbands, I've, I've got to do more. I've got to, and it's like, no, what you're doing, mm-hmm. those menial tasks, they're not meaningless. Mm-hmm. They, those are the tasks that are the faithful everyday tasks that the Lord uses to build a house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, For you, his do, glory. you hear people like, I just want to serve, I want to serve him. I just want to serve the Lord. I want to do something great for the Lord. Yeah, and it's like, And we've so separated is. like the sacred from mm. our everyday yeah. life. And, and, and there's nothing more sacred than the Lord giving you souls to manage. Mm-hmm. And for us to think, no, I just want to, all I'm doing is, is being at home with the kids. And mm-hmm. I really want to serve the Lord. And I just want to go, you do realize what your children are. <laughs> right. you, they are eternal beings mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that you are, have been given, image bearers of God that he has given to you to mm-hmm. raise. Mm-hmm. And you're like, but I just feel like I need to do something with my life. Right. I don't think you know what your kids are. Yeah. And I don't think you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... And and recognizing that. And what about your husband? Yeah. I mean that too. Like yeah. it is a glory to to be a helpmeet mm-hmm. and to to make things that your husband can't make to bring to life things that he dreams of. Like there's such a glory in that, and it's when you do it all for the glory of the Lord that you find it's like that magic. Just when you're unlocking. looking at these things and going, how can I be the best helpmate? Mm-hmm. How can I be the best as a father, the best leader for mm-hmm. the home, the best head of this house? Mm-hmm. Like, what can I do? Seeing my role for the glorious role that it is mm-hmm. that God has given to me, mm-hmm. like, how can I do that the best? Mm-hmm. And and recognizing, you know, that and then how you do that, you know, for, for your wife, mm-hmm. for your kids. It gives meaning. It gives a greater meaning to everything so that nothing becomes just tedium. No, it puts so much joy in, in the work when you... Every are, dinner yeah. becomes monumental. Mm-hmm. Every dinner. Mm-hmm. Every task that you do mm-hmm. becomes something that's not just a task. It is an outworking of you as imaging the Lord in this home. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing small about that. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking just now. I was sweeping and mopping and just happy. So happy in my heart. And I was like, what? Unless I started to step on the mop part. <laughs> With shoes on. With your chicken coop My chicken coop. I was like, not just shoes. Those are my chicken coop <laughs> shoes. As I was walking out, I was like, I can't even say these are probably clean. No. I have to go, these are supposed to stay at the door. I know that. I said it so nicely, though. You did. You did. And I would just, did you notice I stopped? I was like, I was just going to take them off here. Yeah, right here in the, mi- the yeah. middle. Like, of I don't think that's what it <laughs> Yeah, anyway, so I was like, why am I, why is this so much more fun than it used to be? And it's because... You can't. It does make it fun, doesn't it? Yes. 
Yes, that's and that's so why true. I realized this is what we're made to do. Yeah. We're not. Yes. We're not even made to do it for our kid, like for our family. I think some women, it, like if you're just trying to make your family happy, that's not what you're made to do. Yeah, you're made to bring glory to God. Or if you're just doing it to to try and get your husband's attention. Yeah, or, to, or his praise, or to impress people. Yeah. Like that is not fulfilling. But when you have that, what is this? What's up and down? Vertical. Vertical. When you have your a vertical <laughs> outlet, you don't have to listen to anything else we say. <laughs> if at that point you went, okay, <laughs> they're just no. What you, do you call it with is up and down? <laughs> and I was like. I was, you, you couldn't see it, but I was looking at her when she was like, what do you call this? And I was like, the sign of the cross? Like, what are you doing? But I wasn't. Father, son, holy spirit. This is up, down, yeah, up, yeah. down. I just thought you didn't know what it was. No, when you have a vertical outlook, like when your eyes are on, on the Lord and. I so wish I'd have told you the wrong word. And you just keep using <laughs> just it. Just keep. That's, that's like bingo. That's the moment where you're like, mm-hmm. this is what I'm made to do. Yeah, and yeah. so I can be joyful, it's fun. sweeping, it's fun. mopping. And you'll never be fun if you don't see it for that. No. It won't be fun. Like, like let's say you're doing it, your husband will never be able to praise you. No. Because it's not, that work isn't meant to be satisfied by that. Right. It's not meant to be. That's like not a what husband, you're made for. If the husband is just doing it as some sort of, you know, chore play uh-huh. to try, yeah. you know, like I'm going to help around the house. Hey. Yeah. How you doing? Look at me. Yeah. Like, that's never going to be no. satisfying. No. The, the, mm. what, the only thing that's going to be actually bring, not just a satisfaction, but a real joy to it, mm-hmm. is recognizing, hey, the God of the universe has given me this task. Mm-hmm. And, innate, and like, I get to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's... And he's he's letting me learn to be good at it. And he, yes. Yes. You know. And my kids will be better at it. Yeah, it's like, uh, with every day that, like, that, and that's what made this whole dish thing so exciting. It's like, I am mm. a better housekeeper today yes. than I was last yeah. week. And it's like this epiphanic moment that I will I never. I think you've used the term epiphanic twice. Have I? Yes. No. Yes. I probably this episode, said epiphany. epiphany. You probably did. I said epi- epiphanic before the podcast started. You did? Yeah. So I wondered if I got that word in your head. No, I said it first. Huh? Did you really? <laughs> no. Oh, I thought I had an epiphany. <laughs> yeah, <keep going. laughs> What? You were talking about your epiphanic moment. Oh, I oh, I think that's just why it was so exciting. Mm. Yeah. It's like, oh, I get to still be learning and get better at this and yeah. Yeah, and it really makes a difference in our everyday life. And, it, and it's so nice when you get to the point where learning doesn't make you feel like a failure. Mm-hmm. You know, we're learning, I can do this better. Yeah. Because what happens is if, if you, there's a couple things that can happen. One, if you hate the fact that you're learning something new and uh, learning that you can do it better, you can either, either that can make you feel like a total failure because you're 40 and you don't know this I yet. Did, I should have done this by now. Oh, yeah. And, and I've been doing it wrong for yes, all these years. Yes. No. 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 Just rejoice. Mm-hmm. The other thing is it can just cause you to rejoice. I can't believe that God is still teaching me these things. Right. Like this is so good. And now I have time to pass it on to mm-hmm. someone else who doesn't yes. have to learn. Who will learn it at the 10. The way I did. Yeah. You know, who will learn it at 10. Yeah. That's, I mean, we talk to our kids all the time about... You know, what we're trying to do different, why we're trying to do it mm-hmm. differently, you know, how we failed to do it this way, you know, this other thing. And so we think this is better. Mm-hmm. And and so they're already going to have thought mm-hmm. these thoughts, mm-hmm. you know, before. Yeah. So there's no, there's no shame in that. That's, that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Is that all you wanted to say about that? And that's all I wanted to say about that. <laughs> Well, yeah, probably. And, okay, so let's riff off that a a little bit. We talked about Mm. before wanting to talk about purposeful parenting. Mm -hmm. And I think that that runs, you know, kind of as a a partner with that. I think Mm -hmm. one of the things we've got to do... You know, in our our leading, let's talk about of our of our kids is like parenting with an end goal in mind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, 
like I, I mean, to steal from like, you know, Doug Wilson's future man or whatever. Like I. Why are his titles so great? His titles alone. I was thinking about plot activity mm-hmm. today. I've never read the book, but I use the word all the time. He doesn't come up with those titles. I think he does. Anyhow, Future Men. I haven't read all of Future Men. Messages me. (laughs) And I, it's it's through Luke. It's not even through him because it's. I've read. I haven't even read all of Future Men, but the title alone. Yeah. Well, I mean that idea. So, 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 what I'm saying is, you've got what, what we'll do. The the parenting that we do takes place in several. Several time settings. Like mm-hmm. we want to parent because we want them to act right in the situation. Mm-hmm. Right now. Mm-hmm. So there's some parenting that is like, you yeah. need to behave in this situation. Yeah. But there's other parenting mm-hmm. that is, I, I am trying to get him or her mm-hmm. to, to be this mm-hmm. by the time they get married. Right. Which is when they will leave your home. Yeah. Not when they go to college. <laughs> um, so, like, I'm trying to get them to this, and I've got to, I've got to get them there, so that they're ready to lead their own home or uh, to to be mm-hmm. a wife. Yeah, you know, it's like a dual. Like you're you're doing what's right in front of you yes. for the moment, but yes. there's also an end. Yeah, and so the the reason I say if you if. If you're, if we get just too myopic mm-hmm. and we're focused just on the here and now and making them obey this and that mm-hmm. and dealing with this issue, when it comes up, another issue comes up, we deal with it. Another issue comes to deal with it. In the end, all we've done is dealt with the issues that have come up mm-hmm. and we haven't brought up mm-hmm. the issues and the things that will make them. So in the end, you might have a kid that's good at let's say carpentry, which is, you know, a good thing. But just because you're good at carpentry, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe that's what you do. And so, you know, they do it. But you're not like, what is, okay, we've got this this child who's going to be a husband. What sort of things, what sort of a man do I want them to be? Mm -hmm. And so I'm parenting toward that. There's Mm -hmm. a purpose beyond just don't embarrass me in the grocery store. Mm -hmm. And sit quietly at yes. the table. Yes. Or whatever. Yes. So, you know, we I tell the kids all the time, you know, why why do you have to obey me? Mm-hmm. You have to obey me because I am a picture mm-hmm. of how you are ultimately going to obey God. Mm-hmm. And so if you will not honor me and you won't do what I say without arguing back, mm-hmm. well, then when God tells you to do something, mm-hmm. you, you're going to, you have already set up to this, to not submit to to me, and so that's gonna that's gonna set up for you not to submit to the Lord. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're modeling this so that it you can you can see it with your relationship with God. And so, in every instance, everything you're doing, having it that that forecasting of of what am I trying? Like, what do I? What would I want my daughter to be? Mm-hmm. When she gets married, what qualities do I need in her? Well, you have to craft those qualities now, mm-hmm. beginning when she's two, mm-hmm. you know, and be be moving towards something. Right. The same thing with the with a boy. You can't just wait till he's 18 and have a talk. And then be like, here's the yeah, list of here's things. Here's what you've got to be. Right. Because I've seen you looking at this, mm-hmm. this godly young woman, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that's a good thing, but <laughs> I think you're a loser. <laughs> You know, I don't, it's not that I'm afraid, you know, that who she is, I know who you are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so you can't, you don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So just having that, and then you don't want it to just be some random secular, what is manliness either. Right. You don't just want to be like, I want to raise John Wayne. Mm-hmm. You you want it to be in, intentional. Mm-hmm. Like if you want that manliness, the manliness is because you want him to be a good manly husband. Right. Who protects his wife and protects his kids. Not just because you want him walking around in chaps and a cowboy hat. <laughs> right. Um, so. Yeah, it takes some imagination. Because uh, I always think, like, what will this look like? This behavior that they're yes. displaying right now. Oh, don't do that. Because <laughs> it'll scare you. 
<laughs> What's this It'll look like? It'll scare you. You go, if he does this and she does that. Year old. Yeah, when she's married and she yeah. acts like this. Right. Yeah. So with the girls, I've been super, super invested in their emotional responses. Um, we, you know, we really keep an eye on them using their emotions as a weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, and and just teaching them like you're in charge of your heart you're mm-hmm. in charge of your emotions and because if you don't they're going to get married and for the first time like for a lot of girls like growing up in the home is a little easier than than when they get married and all of a sudden it, it makes you come face to face with things in you that you may have never dealt with before mm-hmm. Um, so we want to, ahead of time, help them work through these things so that when they get married, they know how to police their own heart Mm. and they know when it's them Mm -hmm. that's out of line. Because a lot of times when people are first married, the husband Mm -hmm. is having to do all the policing. And for the first time, like Mm -hmm. he's here, he has this person that he's shepherding, Mm -hmm. you know, for the first time ever. And probably she's different than she is when they were dating. Because mm-hmm. it's easy to oh, get along yeah. when you're dating. They may have moved. Like, mm-hmm. for us, we moved across the country. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're homesick for the first time. You're trying to learn to keep a house for the first time. It's all different. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like, it's a lot for yeah. both people. And so the, the equipping ahead of time... To know, which is why you should just take a year off of it. <laughs> but you know, one thing I think has been helpful with homeschooling and, and us being in the home so much is like, like when we were growing up, going we were at school a lot of the day. Mm-hmm. It was it was easy to get along with my brothers for the however many hours we yeah. we'd come home, eat dinner, go to your various go to our room. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. but. When you're home with your siblings all day, mm-hmm. every day, you have to learn to love the people. Yeah, knowing the the what your kids are like is mm-hmm. going to be so... Mm-hmm. Knowing how to... So where you want them to go and how you're going to craft them to get there. The whole point is being purposeful in the parenting. Mm-hmm. Recognizing the end goal. Right. And that it is your duty to get them to that. Yes. And I think one of the biggest struggles for parents is laziness. And I remember like when we first were parenting. You're preaching to the choir there. (laughs) When we first were parenting, I I would parent more about like what you mentioned earlier. Just don't embarrass me in the grocery store. Don't make, don't throw a fit during church Mm -hmm. because people will. you know it'll disrupt the sermon and just go to bed so I can relax for a second and Mm -hmm. watch a movie and there was zero thought to who this child is becoming or who they are right that this is an image bearer of God right that I'm just like go to bed (laughs) you (laughs) so that I can watch my shows Yeah, yeah right so I mean that's totally changed for us to where now it's like Treat them like people. Yeah, treat them like people and treat them like future people. Mm-hmm. Like whatever they're doing right now. And wh- however you're treating them mm-hmm. is you training them how to te- treat their kids. Yeah. And the truth is if you if you were the grandparent of them and they were doing it, you'd say, what are you doing? <laughs> that is your baby. You know, like if you were the grandparent watching it or right. if you were, you know, I always, I love the, the Indy Wilson thing of, uh, he talked about it in Stories Your Soul Food. Of pulling out of the story. Yeah. Yeah, and like looking, looking at yourself down, yeah. down on like you're a character in the story of your oh, life. That's and how would you want humbling. that character to act? <laughs> and he was she was sitting in her bed and yeah. in walked her child. And right. she was like her wanting to play more games or right. wanting to watch a show said thought in her head. Why are you in here? Right. You know, that, yeah. like, no way. Like, you don't want to be that no, character. don't be the character that would, like, you're reading in the book of Judges and you're going, is this one going to turn out all right? <laughs> yeah. Is this one going to be a good one? Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, so I think there's so many areas, like, 
one thing that I didn't realize at the beginning was uh, food, eating the food that is prepared for you and being thankful, like teaching the kids. Yeah, because what know, if you've got a boy uh-huh. who doesn't want to eat anything except what he wants to eat and his wife makes him a meal. Right. And he goes, oh, I, I, I don't eat that. I, I don't eat that. Yeah, and you, by the time they're married, they should be able to appreciate food. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and it's it's a multiple-level thing. One, right. the Lord has fed us this food. This is one of the things that we're trying to teach is this is the daily food the Lord has given you. This isn't what your mama has given you. Mm-hmm. This is the daily food that mm-hmm. your Heavenly mm-hmm. Father has given you. Are you going to reject that? Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a heady thing, mm-hmm. you know, or say... Mm, I kind of want that daily bread over there. Yeah. So recognizing this is the blessing from God. Mm-hmm. And you you don't want to be like, I don't really love it. Right. You know, so and that. We can, we can admit that this isn't our favorite. Yes. No, you don't have to go, mmm, this is the <laughs> best. I made that mistake. Because <laughs> I, I... Had been told like the importance of eating anything, put especially in a missionary situation. Yes. So I went somewhere. This was you were grown, right? I was a grown man, and Pete and I went skiing, mm-hmm. and we stopped at someone's house on the way, and they made corn on the cob. Mm-hmm. I don't like corn. He's like never. Liked corn on the cob. Never. Since I've known him. No, I will eat it now. He'll eat it now. But when we he was young, he would say, I don't like corn. I don't like corn. I would say I don't like, I don't, does it have corn in it? Yeah. I was one of those. Does it have corn in it? Yeah. I don't care if I can taste it. Does, right. it, have, does it have corn in it? I used to do the same thing with mushrooms. Yeah. And now oh, I love mushrooms. Well, I have trouble with mushrooms. But... I know, I know, I know. You're a hypocrite. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> like, we, we all know this, Leslie. Uh... Is so anyway, they bring he brings out corn on the cob with this other food, and so I thought, Oh, I'm a growing mature man, I'm gonna eat it, I'm gonna eat the corn on the cob. So I was was eating the corn on the cob as fast as I could, and I was like, Mmm, yeah, mmm, mmm, this good, yay! (laughs) And I was real proud of myself, I feel real mature, and then I sat at the side, I was like, Oh. Now I can finally get onto the real food, right. the stuff I like. I think it was even like steak or yeah. something. I don't know. Uh, so I start digging into the other food. And next thing I know, flunk, back down on my plate. He said, man, you love that corn so much. I went and got you another one. And I was like, what have I done? What have I done? Yeah. So I had another yeah. piece of corn on the cob. Yeah. So you don't always have to be like, this is the best. Right. Like Shepard when he went yes. to get his haircut. <laughs> I wish I'd have never come here. <laughs> but like so happy. We still laugh about that. It's Eric and I, so, I think every time. Every time we go get our haircut. I said, I wish I was, I wish I didn't. He said, how you doing? He always like, how you doing, Chris? I'm like, I wish I'd have never come here. <laughs> With a smile. With a big old smile on my face. And he just laughs. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, so teaching them things like that. Like mm. Eat. Eat, Eat your the food, food put yeah. in front of you. And say thank you. Say thank you. Help clear the table. Like, yes. things like that. It's not just for, like you said, it's not just for our benefit today, mm-hmm. which t- there is a benefit today. There is a benefit today. But it's that these children around our table, my hope is that they will always help to, clear the table. As, as someone who spends much of their day <laughs> dealing with current marital situations in mm. our society mm. with such a broken picture of marriage. We were getting married where they've been, been in homes with broken pictures of marriages and then or watched movies or, or yeah, about or what it should look yeah, like. Have all these ideas of what marriage is supposed to be. And then there's this embarrassment about talking about your marriage. No one wants to talk about problems until they're problems. Mm-hmm. Like no one wants to be like, Oof, that argument seemed a little weird. Mm-hmm. How do we, do you think we're handling our arguments right? Mm-hmm. Let's ask our pastor. <laughs> People normally want to call and be like, Pastor! Like, you know, like, uh, like, okay, we're obviously like 15 steps down the road here. Uh, So you you want to keep your kids from having that 
that fight. Mm. Step 13 in this situation would have been this. And you're keeping your kids from that. Mm -hmm. You're keeping your kids from having to figure this out through conflict. Mm -hmm. You don't want them to figure it out through conflict with their spouse. Mm -hmm. So putting these things in place so there's not conflict in the home. There's not failure in the home. There's not selfishness in the home. There's not laziness in the home. Yeah. Like setting. And there's at least an awareness of what's going on here. Yes, because you know? we are learned. We learned all these things through trial and error, and mm-hmm. tr- it's trying to show them the things that they might learn through trial, but without having to have the error. Mm-hmm. You know, not having the the things that to have already worked through the trial and error. Yeah, you know, when they were younger, and and telling them this is why we tell them yeah. this is why. Yeah, we let them know that this is because we want you to be a good husband and a good wife, and they mm-hmm. always go. Ugh! <laughs> you know that sort of thing um but you know doing that mm-hmm. again to let them know let mm-hmm. them know the purpose of it yeah let them know hey you are you're gonna have a home mm-hmm. and that you're gonna that you're gonna be you're yeah. an outpost here. right we're we're an outpost that is sending you out to be outposts mm-hmm. and so we want you to be a good outpost yeah and so like things like Screen time. We don't just mm-hmm. set limits on screen time because it's bad for your brain or whatever. It's because... We're not just waiting for the latest scientific study to yeah, tell us Yeah, you have to learn to be a worker. Like Yes, we don't want you to be lazy. You're not going to be able to have screen time f- when you're an adult for this long. Mm-hmm. Like You've got to learn that you work. We work when we work and we, we play, play when, when we, we play. play. You don't want to all of a sudden be thrust into the workforce and now you've got to work eight hours a day and you've never worked more than an hour ever. Right. At a time. Yeah. You know. So, and that's what, that's where you get the these, uh, you know, sort of this, this laziness. Mm-hmm. is isn't really, maybe isn't even really a laziness, just mm-hmm. a purposelessness mm-hmm. to the day. Yeah. It, it is a, just a... A drifting through the day. Mm-hmm. So we tell our kids, hey, we work six days out of the week. Mm-hmm. We don't care if the world gives us weekends. We might have a chance to do something fun. And if we do, we will. But we want to work it's not a six right. days like, out of the week. It's not, not a right yeah. to say, oh, Saturdays are our day to sleep in or mm-hmm. our day to have whatever. Like we, we should be working that day. Mm-hmm. You know what day you don't have to work? Sunday. Yeah. Rejoice. Mm-hmm. Not only do you not have to, you can't. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. can't work on this day. Uh, so, I mean, those sorts of things are, you know, again, preparing them, but also protecting them, mm-hmm. helping them. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, anyway. So, what, I mean, we talked about, like, with the girls, like, emotional control. Mm-hmm. And for them, working hard to... For the boys, no, I mean for the. I mean, we'll steal from Titus here. Titus mm-hmm. two, uh, tell younger men to be self controlled, which is, yeah. I think is a bad translation because it's not really self controlled like, like we think of self controlled, like that inner strength mm-hmm. sort of thing. It's 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 a uh, the the Greek there is a combination of two words: saved and minded. Mm. Saved and mind. Uh, ha- have. So I, I translate it, guard, guard your minds. Mm-hmm. I think that's a better translation, a better picture. We do have the word for self-control in other passages that have that inner strength, like in the fruit of the spirit and all that. Uh, that's that modern idea of what is self-control? It's having inner strength, you know, and, and if, we, if we're not careful, we'll read that there in Titus and think that's what we're supposed to tell our boys to do is have inner strength. But but really, they're the one thing it tells them is is guard your minds, make sure you're your mind is in the right place. Mm-hmm. It's the word used to describe the demoniac when mm-hmm. Jesus heals him mm-hmm. and he and he was dressed mm-hmm. and in, in his, his right, right mind. mind. Yeah. yeah. It, and he was dressed and if, if we're still from the SV, he was dressed and self-controlled. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's really, he was, his mind had been saved. Yeah. Uh, so, so I say, I tell the boys, guard your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Take your thoughts captive for obedience to Christ. Mm-hmm. That's what, I mean, if, if, if I, so that, that's why I focus on that one thing because that's what scripture says. Hey, young men, mm-hmm. you know, young men do that. Mm-hmm. 
you know, guard your minds. Mm. And then you can go take them to 2 Corinthians 10 and say, take your thoughts captive in obedience to, so that you may mm-hmm. obey, obey Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're wanting to say, what do you want? That's, that's what I tell. That's the main focus for yeah. the boys is, hey, guard your minds because that will guard your mouths. Yeah. It will. It will result in self. The our idea, of our self-control. idea of self control. It will result, but again, that you're guarding your thoughts because you want to obey mm-hmm. Christ. But winning that battle in guarding hmm. your thoughts is the primary thing for a young man. And then, if you want to know really what you need to teach a young man, just grab the book of Proverbs. Right. I was hoping you would bring yeah, up. Yeah, just grab the book of Proverbs. Like, I mean, so Read you can it ra- grab J. C. Ryle's Thoughts for Young Men. Mm-hmm. You can grab. Those are all great books. But the the best thing is just. Take them to the book of Proverbs and say, hey, if you see a woman who's telling you about the cinnamon on her couch, <laughs> you run away. Yes. Okay. You know, because yeah. uh, you can show them everything. They're like, hey, wisdom is crying out, but you know yeah. who else is crying out? Folly. Mm-hmm. They're both crying out. Which house are you going to turn into? Mm-hmm. Uh, so all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it, what, what would I do? I would, I would read Proverbs mm-hmm. with young men. Uh, and then I would mm-hmm. uh, really teach the young men to guard their minds, mm-hmm. and and it's not surprising that that's what the world is going after right. is the mind, especially yeah. of young men. Yeah, yeah, totally. Now, what's interesting is that that self control, that guard your minds, is actually also the only thing mentioned in Titus two. That's mentioned to the old men, right? And the that the old women are teaching, so teach the young women to do it. So it's assuming that the old women are also mm-hmm. doing it, and then but the, but but for the young men, that's the only thing. They're <laughs> He's like, going to give you guard one your mind, be save minded, <laughs> guard your minds, uh, guard your thoughts. Yeah, take them captive to obey Christ. Yeah. So that's what. That's good. I I would I would tell boys. The battle for the mind. Mm-hmm. You know, give them a battle and, mm-hmm. and say, your battle is going to be to battle your mind. Where are your thoughts going to be? What are you going to be thinking about? Because mm-hmm. what you're thinking about is what you'll be doing. Mm-hmm. And even as you're doing, what are you thinking about as you're doing? Mm-hmm. Which is what, I mean, what did we just talk about at the start of this? It was a battle of the mind. Yeah. Recognizing where your thoughts need to be yeah. as you're plotting through life. Right. And if you had taken your thoughts captive from the very beginning, right. then all these things would have made sense. If someone had told you, if you were... hey, get your thoughts right as you're working. Right. Understand where your thoughts need to be. Right. What is the purpose behind it? So it's not just when we say guard your minds, it's <laughs> right. not just don't think dirty things. No, you know, no. it's understand how everything is about the Lord mm-hmm. and his glory and your place in that story. Mm-hmm. You've got to think the right thoughts about everything you do yeah. and about everyone in your life, about why you're doing what you're doing. So guard your thoughts about those things mm. so that you don't just yeah. look at your life and go, what well, am I even that doing? That makes this is, this perfect is, sense. This is, why, this is why men have midlife crises. Yeah. Because they're not, as young men, they didn't guard their thoughts. Mm. And so now here they are becoming old men and they haven't guarded their thoughts. And so they think they've wasted their lives Mm -hmm. because all they've done is what God made them to do. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if you had thought about all those things in a biblical way, you wouldn't feel like you've wasted your life. You feel like you've had the most satisfying life imaginable. Right. But since you, they didn't guard their thoughts, they let the world tell them how to view themselves. They let the world tell them about what success is. They let the world tell them about what a failure is. And they believe that. Mm-hmm. And they didn't take their thoughts captive to obey Christ. And probably their eschatology was wrong. Probably their eschatology is a little bit off <laughs> But, you know, th- those sorts of things, yeah. you know, can be summed up in, you know, men teach your sons to think right Mm -hmm. to think about things and to understand why they're doing what they're doing well imagine think about how like go back to sweeping the floor Mm -hmm. say 15 years ago i'm sweeping and thinking i just swept this morning Mm. I'm the mm. only one. And the whole time you're sweeps. thinking, I all I do is sweep. And I just swept and my life is just and sweeping. He never sweeps. The kids never sweep. No. 
like the difference in that thought and just Lord, yeah. thank you for this house. Yeah, I can't believe I have a house. <laughs> I can't believe I have so much space in this house that I when I just when I sweep it, it takes all day yeah. to sweep. And do you love the feeling of swept and mopped floors under your feet? Yes. Like I do. And so I'm thinking Oh, I'm about to get to walk on a clean floor. Like, I don't know that feeling because <laughs> you won't let me walk on the floor. Yes, I will. I want you to take your it. shoes off so you can enjoy how it feels. That's why I asked you to take your shoes off. I think it was because those are nasty chicken <laughs> They should be off they, they on the porch. Not, they're not supposed to be allowed inside. <laughs> they're supposed to stay by the back no, door, but the kittens are there. Sweet of you. The kittens are there. Yeah, we're, we're a little topsy-turvy right now with cats, so... Man, they're the cutest things. They are so cute. But every I, I morning, mean, every morning, I go into their room mm-hmm. where the kittens are, and they have decided that I am a human scratching post. <laughs> so they instantly, instantly, what do they do? Climb you. Climb me. Mm-hmm. They, tr- all four of them, <laughs> try to climb to be the first one to get to my shoulders. <laughs> That's a long climb. <laughs> And I don't want them to fall off. And some of them will get tired before they get there. And they'll just hang there and go, (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, what do you want me to do? So I have to like reach behind my back and like try to get them off and pick them up and sit them on my shoulders. And then they just. It's so cute. And they just nuzzle me. Yeah, I do want to point out, he said, their, their room. They have a whole room. Of our house. It's not a big room. Well, it's an important room. It is. It is. It has cut off an important room. It's funny how much. Because we just got that room really ready to go. Yeah, I just just, reorganized mm -hmm. it, got it all set up, and then God sent us a story that we love. So I'm just being cool about it. You've been very cool about it. I'm just, you know, it's a. It's a short Righteous thing. man has regard for the life And of it's obvious the Lord allowed this to happen mm-hmm. for our family. Like, yeah. So I'm not going to rush it or mm-hmm. be stupid about it. But, but I, I am looking forward to having the mudroom back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because we can't even open the door because they, they... The kittens are like, we like, the whole house? You're giving us the whole house? just take Yay! off and we've got yeah. Peter the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man yeah. that would crush them. Yes. So, He's it's like, chaos. Uh, yeah, of mice and men. Yes. Totally. <laughs> he was, we came in the other day and he had, we we were just talking to someone on the porch. We come in and he had opened the door mm. and all the kittens were loose and he's like toddling in the middle and saying, kittens! Oh and goodness. trying to grab them and oh, oh, oh. It, it was very scary. The kittens are like, <laughs> like run away. <laughs> we run all away. panicked. So yeah, we've got we have kitty litter in two different rooms, and but we're yeah. we're fine, we're good. Um. Anyway, that's a good yawn. That was a good subject for you to bring up. Good job, babe. About oh, the kittens? parenting. Oh, okay. I like the kittens too. Yeah. No, because it, it it's on my mind a lot. Like even with our our little guy right now. You you could focus on just making him stop crying, but the goal is really to make him not a crier. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know that's yeah. the difference. That's and we that's what we do. we don't want you to be a crier. Right. We don't say hey stop crying. You're don't be a crybaby. You're baby. getting on my nerves. Don't be a crybaby. <laughs> you know, and just sort of like shame shh, them into shh, yeah. Be quiet. We say this is not the type of man you want to grow mm-hmm. up to be. Yeah. You don't want to be someone. Who thinks they get their way mm-hmm. by crying? Yeah. So. So yeah, don't I do just that. I want to totally encourage parents of little kids to not get so overwhelmed by, and it's hard. It is a noisy, chaotic time when you have a lot of little kids, mm-hmm. and you do just want some peace. Yeah. And, but but to to see the big picture, use your imagination. And, and remember what you're doing. It's not mm-hmm. about just getting them quiet, getting the house clean, you know, keeping them from making a mess. All these things that, that feel like the driving factor, that is not what it's about. No, oh, yeah. I so, think you're spot on. I'm with you. Well, you 
You said it first. Yeah, but you said it last. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that was a bad one. You do? <laughs> How's that, people? <laughs> that hurt. Uh, but, well, you complained about the last that one. That made my eczema like sting. Like Sonic Boomed. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. You just Boom. set it off. All right. Okay, well, let's let's get to bed and watch our shows. Yeah. We don't actually have show. We don't have a show. We're going to play Candy Crush. I mean, Homescapes. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening tonight. Hope that helped. That you guys are able to take some of that and find meaning in your plotting and, and in your parenting. So, all right, that's all we got. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Good night. <laughs>